Hello, it's Craig Shoemaker with Enlightened Up. Talk about light. Talk about light in the loafers. That used to be an expression. I just noticed my socks. If you're watching on YouTube, you got to check these socks out. These are kind of like, <laughs> I don't know, little Wicked Witch of the West when she's underneath of the house. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like that. Or so the Grinch. I don't know what it's looked. But anyway, I just noticed that. You should watch the socks that you wear when you're on camera. Hi, folks. Welcome to the podcast. This is going really well, by the way. We're getting great feedback. We hope you give us good feedback. It is called Enlightened Up. Do the math on what that's about. It's uh, bringing some light, some levity, and some laughter to your life when it's most needed, and that is now. Obviously, I've got the, I don't know if you knew this, but I have laughter heels. It's a foundation. I've had it for years. My best friend got brain cancer, and I started doing these laughter programs in a cancer facility. They gave him three months to live, he showed up for every one of me lived 15 years past that prognosis. That's how important laughter is in, in life, and that's why we have great guests that bring us laughter and bring us joy. We got a guy, uh, I'll just get right to it, uh, how, we, how we met is a very strange way, and how you probably know him, a lot of people, if you're old enough. A lot of people in this generation don't know you. Cato Kalin is our guest. Cato, first of all, welcome. Thank you so much. It's always good to see you. How? What's your real name? I've never asked you this. It's a, I'm a sure question. many people do. It's a. It's a. It's in my bio. It's a question <laughs> on Jeopardy. It was a question on uh, uh, who wants to be a millionaire. It was a question on another game show. And the answer is Brian Cato Caitlin. Brian. That's my real. Yeah, Brian Caitlin. So why would you get rid of Brian? That's that's. It's. I thought you were going to say some because karate some dorky what, name. Cato during the Green Hornet. I'm. I got I, that. I, so it was named. I know where the nickname comes yes, from. Yeah. Oh, Kato, so you just named it, my middle name is Cato. So we're big. Wait a minute. Your middle yeah. name is Cato? Brian Cato Caitlin. I got the oh, I didn't know that. So I just went by Cato. So your parents were fans of the Green Hornet. Everybody in the family. We did. Yeah. I thought it was because you have sort of Asian eyes. I thought, I thought it had <laughs> something to do with it. A little tired. A little tired. <laughs> I do have an Asian wife, but still. It's yes, like it's a whole Asian, Asian theme. It's, it's the first time at a wedding we threw the rice and she picked it up and steamed it. But seriously, oh, enlighten, enlighten. I'm using that with my wife. Hey, it's from Japan, I, by I'm, the way. <laughs> my wife is from Japan. Oh, yeah. None of this fake stuff. Mine's a. Uh, oh, she's official from well, another Coast, country? East Coast. Beijing, Far East Coast. Hey, do you want more jokes for the show? <laughs> no, but Sarah, she's from Beijing. But Craig, real quick, I'm going to get serious. Go back to having fun. Yeah. I, I, that story you told about you had a, a friend with brain cancer. Yeah. My my uh, brother just lost his son at 29 Ooh. from glioblastoma. So, yes, that's what he had. Yeah. yeah. How long did was, he live with it? Uh, 29 years. Oh, he had it. He had three operations. He had the best brain surgery, I'm sure, that there's a lot of great. He had University did he go to Wisconsin. Duke? Oh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin, okay. they... Yeah. Um, they got it. They said they got it. I don't know. I don't know what happened with your friend. Yeah. Got it. He called me 24 hours after a 28 hour surgery mm. and said, I'm okay, Uncle Cato. And, da, 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 and then I went to see him and, and then he had another tumor and then oh. they did another operation. The, the hardest part is you got to remember 28 when it's happened, 27, having a girlfriend and then shaving your head and mm -hmm. starting all over and doing this. And then the third operation, it was like, then they can't help you anymore. And so it was, uh, oh, Tough, and then we had to do the uh, funeral during the COVID. We couldn't do it, so we had to wait like eight months before we could do his actual uh, funeral. So was he a healthy person Wisconsin. otherwise up he, until then? Yeah, he he That's discovered the, he, it you, at Mud Runner. You know that thing, that festival you yeah. run. He had yeah, a seizure. That's when he discovered it. Oh, he had a seizure and blacked out. Didn't yeah. know why, and then they did a scan. And so, but I'm saying in your show, this kid, 27. I talked to him hundreds of times never even come never mm -hmm. complain yeah. about he 
I think he knew he was going to die. He didn't complain. It's amazing to me. It, there is that old expression, only the good die young. Doesn't yeah. it seem like the complainers yeah. last forever? <laughs> <laughs> Up until the very end. <laughs> yes. I you know. Oh, I, Complain, uh, jackasses, uh, people you don't like, they just go on forever. Yes. They were. They would say the crotchety old man. No, they were a crotchety old 20-year-old, you know. I, I'm half Swift, half Polish. On the Polish side, we had an Aunt Regina and our uh, Uncle Hogan. And Aunt Regina would come over every Sunday. We were kind of, you know, that you always have, oh, she's great, but you always have someone like, oh, it's going to be such a boring Sunday. They don't do anything. She'd complain, oh, my God. We didn't even know her that well, but on my back, on my how, feet, how on my toe, she lived to about 100. And, uh, <laughs> Uncle Hogan died like at 80. So I'm just saying. Wait, right. wait. A lot of the guys, they check out because they don't want to hear them anymore. Hey, that's what I was thinking. That's my theory on why guys love to uh, uh, <laughs> motors, like loud motors. It's to cut out the noise. Yeah. That's why guys like racing. That's right? what they say in Scotland. They don't have the extreme makeover pro- programs. They just drink more. So <laughs> yeah. it's true. Just drink more. So the lesson is, if you're complaining, stop. Okay? Yeah. We need to just stop. Completely. And I will, I'm, I'm, I don't know if you're this way, but I'm of the belief that you just look inside of yourself first before yeah. you make it about someone else. Blaming, I can't stand, finger pointing. Yeah. Like, look at yourself first before. There's so much projecting going on right now, especially social media. I can't stand when they analyze why someone's doing it. How do you know why they're doing it? Are you, you know, yeah, no, Sigmund I, Freud or something? No, like, no, you know, this is why they're doing this. You don't know the reason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, you, and you, I think also uh, some arguments I would get, by the way, his name is Alex, Alex Kalin. I just want to say that, who uh, passed away. But it, it's sort of like when I send a text to my, when she was girlfriend, and thought, you can't interpret a text with how, Right. What you mean by it? It would lead to so many arguments. It's like no, you're reading it wrong, and you can't explain it's the joke. And so oh, you just yeah, give not up. only that. Sometimes you'd make mistakes on the text. Yeah. Do you ever? I do- just asked. <laughs> I just asked my friend Jill. She had some surgery, and I wrote back to her. I said, "How much for a tummy fuck?" I mean. <laughs> In a text for that, is that social media? Oh, thank God it wasn't on social media. Social media, media right? Do you ever see, you catch yourself like reading oh, over and over? Whoa. Like, oh, should I should I put that out there? I just I like I got older and I just said, you know what? I don't care. I'm not out to make more new friends or anything. It's a right. pretty well set. So I I do proofread and I <laughs> and kids proof proofread your tattoos too, please. It's it's so proofread. <laughs> I do. I read them over and I go, God, and someone will say like, that's pretty, you know, racy that you said that. It's like, no, I can't think of one offhand, but I do a lot. I do a lot on the uh, Instagram of my, my stories and I'm in airports a lot. And I do these, these things where I do airport races yeah. and people think I'm picking on people when I'm not, I'm making fun. Like they're yeah. running from gate to gate as a horse race. And it's okay so, anyway. Yeah, it's all right. People love it. People love it. And and, it, and ones that don't, that's what I'm trying to say is yeah. just, just save it. That. If you're listening or watching right now, if you have something to say that's going to critique somebody that's just trying to make you laugh, save it. That's right. Or write that's to them personally. You don't need to put it out for the no, world. don't write so to So now personally. you're gathering other haters, and now we're at a witch hunt. Because comedians are witches to people. You understand mm-hmm. that? They are burning us at the stakes right now. Oh, the, because we're like heretics. Yeah, yeah. We, we're the witches. We're yeah. the modern uh, Salem witch trials. Is it, It's immediate... They yeah. don't ask questions. It's like you say something that they object to or they project their own stuff onto you, and that's it. And yeah. they can destroy you that way. And I don't know with the, if you've been talking about the Chappelle thing or not, if you yeah. can talk about that. Yeah. I, I think his attitude is right. It's like, you know, he doesn't – it's sort of like he's got his friends. He's set for, you know, his life. He doesn't – it's right. not a biggie to him, and everybody's making it bigger yeah. than what it is. And it's totally Which will make him more big. Yeah. That's what's going to make him yeah. bigger. Yeah, or less – 
more people to pick on him also. Well, it's no. like that's, oh, like, well, yeah. you know about that. Yeah. I mean, you've been in, in the news for quite some time. I didn't even give you your, your intro. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Here, here's his credits. He was the <laughs> You have a million credits. I know that. <laughs> National Lampoon, you've done a million different television shows. But, of course, what led to this was an infamous uh, time in history. It really was. So I don't know if I told you this. Even if I have, I'm going to repeat it because oh, only you're the one I told. <laughs> so I was obsessed with the O.J. Simpson trial. I went to the trial. That's how obsessed I was. I didn't know that. I sat with the Goldmans, and i never forget. It was the first day of testimony. Oh, I did tell you this? No, no, but I, I think I remember you did, you did a benefit for the Goldmans one time. Oh, I, right? did, I did do that, yes. I was yes. there, I think. Uh, yes, but... This is no, I, I didn't know them at the time. Mm -hmm. I was let in because I was a celebrity at the time. Believe it or not, I was. Yeah. I, I, I was well, kind of well known. Well, we actually met at Magic Johnson show. I don't know if you know that. But uh, I'll uh, tell. Uh, well, I, I, I think we met somewhere else. But I'm going to tell that story. Okay, too. tell that too. Okay. We, we've got a whole <laughs> bunch of stories here. It's, it's like this could be like a, an old couple going, nah, that's not how it happened. <laughs> <laughs> so you remember the uh, uh, Archie Bunker, you know, like all in the family? Course, It'd be yeah. Edith would tell her, <laughs> and here's what happened, watch. <laughs> and they would go to the flashback of how she saw it, and then, oh, jeez. And he would have his old, that's, that'll be you and me today. <laughs> okay, Edith. So I was at the trial. I'll never forget this. It was the first day of defense, and they didn't know how to defend because he was so guilty. So they had horrible witnesses. So they had this woman that wore like five uh, uh, wristwatches, and she was in the real estate business, right? And Marsha Clark goes, you know, what time did you get here? And she goes, well, why do you have all those watches? Because I'm so accurate with time. She and she says, and she goes, what time did you get here? He goes, mm, 8.30, 8.45. So you're not accurate now. Objection, right? So I'll never forget this. Kim writes a note to her, her, her mother, her stepmother, whatever, and it says, it said a headline, it says, Brentwood real estate plummets as loonies testify. <laughs> I'll never forget that. And I, now I'm really good friends with Kim. But it's so I'm at the trial and I'm obsessed with it. But I did not care for you. I'm just like, what this guy, he, I know he's involved in this thing because I was really dissecting this thing. Mm -hmm. I actually wrote a script called, it was like My Dinner with OJ, where I kidnap him and I torture the confession out of him. <laughs> I wrote a script about That's how obsessed I was with this trial. Now is the time for that. Now to do it? Yeah. It's passed. I think people would accept it more. Oh, I mean, yeah, because I, I got, re it, I got I rejected think, on that one. Yeah, check, keep out. <laughs> but I tortured him like a Tarantino film to yeah. get to get it out of him, and I and I filmed it like cinema verite. Yeah, that was my script, and you were in it. But the <laughs> I, first time I, I met you, obviously in that first draft, I'm I'm also tortured. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> now that I know you, I softened up the torture because I kidnapped you in it too. So uh, if you don't know that Cato uh, was O.J. Simpson's um, house, well, you lived in his guest house. Guest house, house guest. Yeah, house guest. House guest, yeah. You would call that a guest. You paid rent, right? Yeah, no, actually, I O.J. never took my money. Just oh, still, wow. Right there, he would never accept it. So, I lived at Nicole's, you so know that, right? So freeloader, too. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, so I was labeled. You lived at Nicole's, too? All right, we're going to get to that. I, I first lived with her. That was the whole deal. And then this was not in my script. moved in. I did not know that part. Gretna okay, Gretna. so yeah, I... I would love to, and I'm sure you don't mind talking about this. You know, you talk, and we're going to get back to yeah. your comedy routines. Okay, we'll get back. Oh to that. no, no, because I great. know you have a lot of comedy. You've Just been doing comedy a long time. People don't realize no. it, but I want to get to that part of your career. But we're going to start with this Hosting, part where I know you, because I, I, you're you're a brilliant stand-up comedian. Me, I've been hosting forever. Yes, hosting's my gig. Comedy. You know what your gig is, and people have told you this. It is a big compliment. You are literally the definition of charm. People have told you that, right? 
you are a charming, like old school Hollywood. Here's a charming guest we have. You're a charming guy. And now that leads to how we did meet. Okay. Let's so I didn't like you. And I said, if I ever met this guy, I would give him a, t- a talking to. And you couldn't have been nicer to me. You come up to me at this celebrity event. It was in Santa Barbara at a golf event. Okay. And we're at this big table. And I, this is so funny. And you were like so nice to me. I'm going, I don't want to be, I don't want to like him, but he's too nice. And you go, you go, oh, Craig Shoemaker, you are so good. I, you know, I want to, I, I want to do some stand up. and can you teach me? And like, um, you're like a master at your craft. And I'm going, I want to not like him. And you were so charming. And then you ended up, we're hanging at the table. Like now you're my best friend. All you got to do is compliment me. And now, and now I've left, lost all my resentment towards you. I had a completely different opinion. He was not at McDonald's with OJ. What about it's it all switched. But you don't know this part. You get up to go charm more people. I'm alone at the table. These people across come walking over. They go, "We're leaving now because of your buddy." Your buddy, he says, "Nicole Brown was my prom date." And because of your buddy and then and I go, "This is what a loyal friend." I go, "I don't even know the guy." <laughs> Under the bus, can't go under the bus. Well, he doesn't. That guy didn't realize that she was. I was closer to her right. than OJ. Right. And anyway, that's, that's yeah. The, so so now the so but that's the true story though. That, I completely I remember now. I completely went. Oh, I don't know the guy. I just met him. He was very very charming. <laughs> so anyway, that was that was crazy. But it, it goes to show you when people have all these feelings about someone. You, when you face to face, that's about the internet. That's the way it is. When you're face to face, I didn't say one single thing to you that I was thinking while you were testifying. You know, that's the thing that drove me crazy the most because I I was raised pretty strict Catholic, large family. I never saw like hate. I never saw anybody not like me or my family. Right. Just growing up that way. Oh, that's so going to be tougher. People, You're a people pleaser. Oh, my God. It, w- that it must was, have been a nightmare. It, devastating. Still it, to this day. Yeah. I no, I, I, I remember obviously nothing good. If someone says something bad, I remember that. And it dwells and I just get, I sort of get depressed. And that was the worst part, especially in the beginning. Um, oh, yeah. People, had so, people loved and then there was hate. And they, Well, they loved because you were a real character. I mean, that yeah. was like, you were like out of a, like out of a movie. Who is this guy? And it, you really stood out, obviously. There's, there's yeah. tons of people that testified in that trial, you know, that nobody's, you know, the president of Hertz testified and. Nobody's have, I'm not, he's not on my podcast. Today. No, and it, <clears throat> I became obviously popular. I was a double edged sword. I became popular and for the wrong reason. I got fame before proving myself. And that was what killed a lot of people, just uh, destroyed a lot of actors. And it, I just got beat up on and beat up on. So yeah. anything I did, I got criticized. And then I got a part in the show called The Watcher, and I was the lead. And it was the, uh, that's when UPN was on. Because you were already Watcher. an actor. I was an actor. That's what you I, wanted to tell people. I'm yeah. already an actor. Here, so went to Academy don't. for over seven years. I got this part. Wow. And they, I was under a microscope, but I prepared and I think I nailed, I got a good write-up in People Magazine. And then I did another show and they gave me a, a decent write-up. And, you know, and then this one, the guy, whoever cast Seinfeld, I forgot the name. Oh, he, um, he wrote a, a Mark. Mark Hirschfeld. Yeah, that's I, well, I met with them. Yeah, but I met because um, the lawyer at the time, the scathing article about me, why Kato Kalen shouldn't be this. I think that's the person. I don't want to blame, but I went in to meet him, and I think it went really well. So that's you know that's one of those things I didn't read, but I, at least I met and I said I'm not those things that 
I remember you got a radio show. I was not happy with that. This oh, is before the you radio charmed show me. was great. That was before you charmed <laughs> me. I go, why does this guy get a radio show? I'm way more talented than he is. <laughs> and, and you are. You, you, and you, I, you, my radio show, I, I didn't was have a radio so, show. I, it was the fastest two hours on radio. I still, people still to this day come up to me and go, your radio show was honestly the best. And I, it was good. 97 I, one, right? 97 one, yeah. the beginning of the whole thing. And I, yeah. I put so much, I, you know, comedian helped me out with that. Uh, two of them, Bob Hellman and uh, then Reno Goodale. And I'm sure you know, them yeah. both. so it was just, we, they were like writing we, for you and producing and helping out. We would write. And then I just went out and I, but I, Really, no, it was funny. You do have a natural comedic sense. I mean, uh, and I teach this, by the way. I, I have clients and stuff, people that aren't even in the business or even want to be, just learning how to be funnier. Yeah. You know, but you have an innate sense of humor. Did, was that developed early on? I mean, do you know where that came from? Were you picked on as a kid? Any torture in your life? Anything bad? Or was it life just, just one big freeloader? <laughs> <laughs> My parents charged me. Anyways, <laughs> no, I, you know, I, I did all the variety shows in high school. Then I did you a did. college TV show called Cato and Friends. I always, that was my goal to come out. My thrust was go to Los Angeles and you've got to get in, uh, get a TV show. But in the meantime, I was playing baseball and I was pretty good. And I got a, I was all, I, we won state at my high school. I was the pitcher. Uh, I was all conference. And then I wow. uh, went to Wisconsin, Eau Claire, and I made the varsity my freshman year. And I said, geez, I gotta get, I could, I think at that time, Cal State Fullerton had a coach named Augie Garrido. Everybody that went there became a pro. Wow. And so I went there. I uh, did the uh, the tryouts, and we went the first scrimmage. Now, I'm not on the team yet, but the first scrimmage was against USC. Mark McGuire was on USC. Oh, And whoa. these guys were – this is the God's honest truth. I got whiskers at 38 years old. In high school, I looked like I was 12, but I could throw 89 miles an hour. Could I you? Had a knuckle, yes, and a knuckle curve and a knuckle curve. A knuckle That's curve, a tough and ball I, to throw. And I loved baseball and playing it, but I I said to myself, "Did you face Mark McGuire?" No. So no. I said after the uh, the tryouts and watching and working out with the team, I just gave up. I said, "Man, these guys got." By the way, eighty nine is great, but you got to throw ninety eight. Yeah, well, now eighty nine is pretty good back then. Oh, really? In the eighties, it was pretty good. It was. I was very much like a whip, like the Jamie Ron Moyer Gidry. was around there. He was a lefty, but I was a righty. But I right. did that. That whole motion. Gidry is my man. I tried to emulate everything. A right-handed Gidry. Yes. So I had no it, idea. Yeah. So did I, you have hitting skills too? I could hit. Yeah. I, I was shortstop and pitcher. Uh huh. But the the thing was, it was so difficult that I I knew my development in my body had not happened yet, and I could. Oh. I knew I wasn't. I was a late bloomer. Like yeah, I said, me I too. got whiskers. Yeah, I, I, I was 5'1 and 92 pounds in high school. Wow. Yeah, I'm 6'2 now. Over and, Jeez, and you I'm, probably never even got a girl. And a, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> 13 <laughs> girls I asked to the prom. Wow. 13. And you were homeschooled. That's yeah. bad. <laughs> oh! <laughs> you see how he's a natural. <laughs> Charming. No, no, no normal actor could have come up with that. No pitcher could have come up with that. No Even pitcher. at 98 miles an hour, well, it, nobody could have come up with that joke like you did. I, Boom. So I, real quick with baseball, though, I did this. I did the league at that. Then I did an over 30 league, and it was a bunch of pros that played. Louis Tion played. I'm playing in this league. I'm third base and pitcher. Now, real quick story. I'm playing third base. This is after your fame? Uh, this is before. I'm playing you're over a, 30. It's a 30, like 30 years old. I'm playing baseball. I still love baseball. Yeah. So I'm 30 and I'm playing in this 30 and plus league. Great, great <clears throat> players. Kurt Russell actually played for the, yeah. a team called the, the Dodgers. Mm -hmm. um, um, they asked me to 
pitch from third base. The pitcher that we have has got the bases loaded. I go in, kind of warmed up, not really. First pitch I throw, I hear the click. My bone comes out. I compound oh. fracture. And from throwing, I'll never, from throwing a curve. Dravecki that happened to Dave Dravecki. Yeah. So then I had to go to the hospital, and I, I am telling you, I wanted to die. It was the, the pain you right. can't imagine. Every finger on my right hand looked like it was a potato. A big, they, yeah. the blood just goes, and I, right. I just, the, I screamed so loud. <clears throat> People in the emergency room had to leave. I fainted. <clears throat> they got to break your arm. To they <gasps> re-break to set it, no, and so you'll I, never I be passed a out again. Yeah, I, I went back it. to it. No, I you did. did. I waited a year. How yeah, could it, you? But wow. I played more second base. And this is before mm. 1994. Is that yeah. is that the year that this the, happened? The after OJ the trial incident? stuff, I became Sheen played baseball. Charlie Sheen played name yeah. drop, but Charlie played a lot of these baseballs. Uh, he might have been one of the leagues. I'd met him years ago, and then the trial, we became buddies because I went to a party and. I hit it off with Charlie and a guy named Nick Cassavetes who wrote the notebook oh, and directed sure. it. Nick's a dear friend. Um, He's a member of my golf he, course. Okay, so we just had a dinner. I'll tell him hi from you. Well, I, he doesn't know me. You're not his caddy. You're a golfer. <laughs> right. But Nick, so he we, has all the tab, million tattoos, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, he looks funny at our country club. So, <laughs> so we all had this uh, uh, company back at in. Uh, not Westlake, but Malibu Lakes area, and oh, Calabasas called EMA, Eat My Ass, and uh, we Charlie would. This is when Tra Charlie had done Wall Street. He's on. He's a superstar. And he's he's the kindest man in the world. He got he'd hire uh, umpires, and we would go out to um, Agoura Hills. There's a, a baseball park. Yeah, and we'd had pitchers, and it was a complete league fast pitch, and he had uh, he did major league, so he had all these pros would be there. Sure. Yeah, well, so he, much fun. So he's I he's beloved in baseball oh, yeah. because then, he's wild thing. And exactly, and so I pitched there. We, uh, it, it was real baseball. And now so, again, is this before? This your, is after your infamy. This is after. This is in the nineties, but in like ninety six, seven, yeah, ninety five, six, seven. We played for years. But do you have people that try to bean you because you were <laughs> not not because people there's like the, I said not that the guy, friends that we had that guy was so angry with you I mean there had to be I, a number of those too. I had that, death threats you know the radio show you know they gave me security I had people wow you know I told the stories a, a few times where people would come up to me and I I would get spit on I would get uh, girls putting those tootsie rolls in my hair because the hair was like I had it was amazing. And it and all it the rumors that were me. out there too. You, that know, you were scoring drugs with him at the McDonald's, right? To, to this day, yeah. I I judge no one. I really because I know what it feels like. Yeah. I judge no one. To right. this day, I have never, never done a drug in my entire life. Wow. Anything, a, a prescription drug. If I had to take a, uh, yeah. you know, something for. Uh, and yet they had you, you down know, for scoring coke with OJ. Drugs at and McDonald's. I, I would hear so many. Did things. you go to McDonald's that night? It was. I didn't know where we were going, but it ended up being McDonald's. And the whole thing in the trial was... Was he scoring why, drugs? No, he went to the drive He just wanted through. a burger. He did the... I think he was... My opinion, I think that was the alibi he's setting up. Oh. I didn't know, unbeknownst to me, but that's what he did. I became friends with the detectives. Actually, I just got an email from Tom Lang yeah, I remember yesterday. Him. Yeah. Tom has become... I became friends with the detectives, and they had told me... Wow. You know, I spent a lot of time down there, and I spent... Even though the trial was going on, I did seven days, I think, in Stan. I'm down there a lot, waiting... They, they put you on call, so you're waiting. I'm waiting in a room smaller than this, like where coats are hung. It's a, basically, yeah, I'm in a closet. And uh, yeah. they're waiting for my, my turn to go on. But I would talk to these detectives, and I, I 
they were they're very cool and they became like i'm not saying the charming but they became like yeah you charmed his, her asses he, and i'd be in the car with them they go you know you charmed everybody guy, but marcia clark this guy, she asked me out anyways <laughs> uh, she did not during the thing she said we should have lunch after this is over oh my god she said that I, this she didn't probably, ask the right questions is what yeah. happened right I was. Uh, she had you as a hostile witness well, way yeah, too but early. Yeah, I met with her many, many, many times, and uh, yeah, I, I would just think people say I had that deer in the headlights look. You have to understand. I am oh, yeah. thinking of whatever question she asked me, and if it's if it's a question I don't remember, I don't. I don't. I realize there's a camera, but I don't really realize I'm going. So I'm looking like I don't remember this. In my head, I'm going. I don't remember this question. I don't. Am I being tricked? Am I? And so it's a pause and everything. Yeah. And people are assuming. That there's a lie or anything, nothing further. Assuming I, you're on I'm drugs. A, I am, yeah, an honest person. Yeah, and I, I, I don't lie. So, so, but I guess she never asked you directly if you thought that he did it. Right? I, they did in she the kept, uh, she, trial. I think they did in the. Uh, you think second trial, but in the first I can tell you because I, I took think, notes. <laughs> I don't think they can ask that question. Oh, really? I don't, I don't think uh, what, it would whatever. be objected but to. But I think she speculation. Knew my feeling. Yeah, speculation. Yeah, it's right. it's a, a strike. From the yeah. record. So, so um, I have friends, you probably know them, or friends of his, and they say flat out that he did it. They know all about, you know, the knife and everything. I mean, how many details do you know? And you know that he did it, right? Uh, my opinion is that he's guilty, but I'm not a guy who hung out with him. You know that, right? I, I'm not a, I didn't hang you out. You happened to be at McDonald's that, with him that night. That day, he just happened to come to my door. Because and he I, wanted an and alibi. And that's all part of the, in, in the, in the record right. of the trial. Yeah. They all, you know. All these things, like he wanted, uh, as if I had a hundred dollar bills that make change, and I said no, I have two twenties to give to him, and I, I gave it to him, and then I, I used to run, run, I did like eight marathons. I used to run, so I ran that day fifteen miles, played basketball. I was starving. I invited myself to. He's going to get something to eat. I said, oh, I'm starving. Can I go? And he yeah. paused, and I. This is like in the transcripts. He paused, and I could see that I over. I invited myself, and he didn't want me to go. And is, he is this after you did it? No, this is before, right before, right? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I invited myself. I did. I don't think he had a plan. And he ended up just driving. And then the the big thing is, I didn't even know there. I I hadn't even gone to a McDonald's. I don't eat McDonald's, so I thought the healthiest thing was a chicken sandwich. And so he ended up going to a McDonald's drive drive through, and he ate his thing in one bite. And I waited in the car because I didn't want to eat in his Bentley. <laughs> and this is it. I was just the. I, was I remember this, the. Big I'm not this obsequious guy, but I was sort of like, uh, you know, this is O.J. Simpson, right? This, right. I'm not thinking. I'm thinking. And I'm a sports guy. You're a sports guy. I'm going. Yeah. I'm not going to eat in his car. I, I respect the. Right. I'm not going to make a mess with fries. And Bentley. Yeah, but he ate it like one the, bite. The big thing I remember is you doing the boom, boom, the bang, bang. Yeah. The, you know that's where I was yeah. mad at you going. You should have just said, you know, yeah, it sounded like a, his black ass was going yeah, up against it's, 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 I'm glad you brought that up. So the wall that you have here, yeah. there's no window, right? Right. So I'm talking to a girl at that time. Right. She's coming over. I'm going to go see her that night. Yeah. We're going to, you know, we're not dating, but we, right. we're going to hook up. Right. We're doing the thing. So I'm talking, and the next thing I, I heard the, these noises. I said, did we just have an earthquake? And there's a picture that actually moved a little bit. Yeah. Now, there's no, I don't have any uh, window. And I said, I think we just had an earthquake. And she goes, no, I don't think so. I got wow. a picture just moved. Did they interview Here. her too? Yeah. So To back up <clears> that <throat> testimony. Okay, got it. So the whole thing was this, did, did, was there an earthquake? And I kept thinking in my head, we had an earthquake. I know the picture moved. And that was the, the noise, the pounding. It was and him it was, jumping over the wall. Probably. 
in hindsight, can we? I can't prove you can't, but I think that theory is a, a pretty good theory. You're 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 amazing me right now. You how you will not commit to it. Well, I don't. I I just it's could that be? I'm gonna I'm gonna say yeah, it's a great theory. It's probable, <laughs> but I, I feel like I should swear around your show. Jesus Christ, you're worse than Marshall Clark. Holy, I'm actually I'm actually reliving it and getting like I know. I, it's like uh, uh, I'm that sorry. Was, I'm that just was that was passionate about that this. was uh, a part of my life where I. Definitely, uh, and and by the way, Kim Goldman, I love her. I yeah. I've done her podcast, and she's great. Mm-hmm. The uh, it's it's, I'll I'll never forget all the what you get pented up. You get you know, yeah. nervous, just sort of like, oh, and I you think, were on a world stage, man. Yeah, that's was, like really. I was hard. I was feeling like, oh man, I got can I take a break for diarrhea or not? We were talking about in the last podcast. I just out of the blue, I said I am huge, a huge fan of Sarah Paulson. That is an actor. Man, yeah, she's, yeah, unbe- she's so she did the which is half of a good series and half not. The, yeah. the you know the thing on FX. Yeah, well, uh, can I say something about that? Yes, absolutely. So that series when it came and out they had a it, cast was, it you. was that was huge at that time that was the first thing with Ryan Murphy directing so it was getting a lot of press. So I got a phone call from the New York uh, <clears throat> Daily News. They said, "We have the screener. Would you write an article on this?" Mm. And I said, yeah, the screener. I want to see it before anybody else. So I wrote an art. I wrote the first uh, my view on the first uh, episode, and it was for you know one gig, just a little thing, get some press. It went so well, they hired me for all ten that I wrote. I became. I got the, a writing credit, and I did the. Uh, it was always front page. All ten episodes. And then the second one got in USA Today. Yeah, I did them wow. all. And by the third episode, I'm seeing things in it. And one of the funniest thing was they're putting me in scenes that I'm not even part of. And I said, uh, there's been the first three, they had a lot of Cato, you know, mm-hmm. more than, and I said, okay, so too much Cato, even for Cato. <laughs> and I was, I was writing, I was going, I wasn't in, I'm, I'm telling the, what's going on. I'm saying uh, a lot of embellished, but they, they, uh, uh, yeah, they the embellished guy, a lot, but the guy who played me, yeah. Uh, Billy Magnuson. Did he call you up? and Did, Didn't call, but he did the most incredible interview. He said he didn't want, to, I, if I was an actor, I want to meet him no matter what. Yeah. The guy I want to play. Just in case. Just, but he made up his mind who he was going to do. Uh, but he did this thing, and, he, and it reminds me of you, because he said, I talked to hundreds of people about this Cato guy. I didn't want to meet him. But I'm not. I didn't hear one bad thing. This is not. This is not me being cocky. Yeah. And it's charming and funny, and I he's charming. and he's saying all these things. I'm like, all right, I love this guy. <laughs> just like you. I, 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 I like this guy. Even though so, you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't like the performance. Yeah. And then that guy. Did, did you have a problem with the performance because they, well, they made he, him look like a buffoon, right? Yeah. They, well, they made him Spicoli. Yeah. In, in there you go. Time. He made him Spicoli. And now Billy. Did you say that in your career, article? Uh, yeah, you I did. Spicoli. Uh, you know, they can Google it. It's uh, New York Daily News because I, right. I go back and I go, these are pretty. Good, you know, it was a. Now, I thought parts of it were ridiculous, it, like bad casting. Oh yeah, and some and brilliant. They put the car- Sarah Paulson, I think she's one of the greatest actors alive. Yeah, she, uh, have you seen her as Linda Tripp? Uh, yeah, I think see that what's on her ne- now. Yeah, yeah. Woo. Yeah, she's she's off the charts. Yeah. She's she becomes a different human being. Yes. It's a, it's so. Were you able to? You weren't there for any of the filming. No, I didn't see. You should have said, "Look, I'm an actor. I, I think I can play this guy." I, I, I was. I'm. I'm. Su- you should have played at yourself. that time. I was surprised that I didn't even I get. I mean, I, a lot of the other people did 
get in that they they talked to they did the kardashians they put them in at that time kardashians were obviously they're on fire now but they were even bigger before when that came out so they put them in a lot of scenes because they're no fools of sure putting the cam in meanwhile they, they were nothing's in this whole yeah process. They, they did nothing the father was in it just for a bit and Billy just did Magnuson just did the Bond film, the Le No Time to Die. Oh, so is he's, that right? His career. I, I look at the film. And I go, yeah, he played Cato. <laughs> Telling my girlfriend <laughs> wife at the time, going, I'm not breaking, but that he played Cato Galen. You've had some some, Bond some unusual yes. things that yes. I share with you in your in your career, like these strange resume things. Like you know, I've been a Family Feud answer. I've been a I've been uh, a Jeopardy answer, it, and you've been a Jeopardy answer. It's just this, the, the strangest surrealist things yeah. that separate us from, you know, like a normal career. Well, it's like a strange career path to think that there's someone playing. I used to, I saw an audition one time, you know, the breakdowns. Yeah. Is it looking for a Craig Shoemaker type? That's, that's, you know, it, it's, it's when I, when you're, you're saying when you first met me, you wanted to kind of beat me up and do the whole thing. Yeah. The thing is when I did meet you, I knew about you, and I was sincere from the heart. Going, this guy is great. Like I'm excited to meet you. Oh, I knew you were sincere. I, yeah, no, but I, I was. Yeah. No, but I'm yeah. saying it's uh, and and, and the, the paths cross, and now we're friends. But the whole thing was meeting you was like, God, Craig Shoemaker's fucking hilarious and a nice guy. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I'm a good actor. Yeah. I was at the first half of our conversation. I had to act and had to be nice. It was at a yeah. golf tournament up I, in um, yeah, and I think Santa you performed right. I don't remember that. Yeah, I'm, I don't remember if I, I remember performed. I remember table, like, I know what you're wearing, everything. Uh, yeah. Oh, geez, now it's a little creepy. Anyway, <laughs> so so how is your acting career? Do you, have I, you been able to, Well, you know, because you're always going to be Cato. Well, I remember I said the, the comedy thing was I've been hosting for the last four and a half years. I've been the MC host of a, of a company called Wizard World, the largest traveling comic. I know con. them. Yeah, Wizard World, I, I'm the host, as a matter of fact, we uh, go to Philadelphia a lot. Well, one of the founders is, I mean, original. I don't think he's with them anymore. What's his name? Uh, Bradley. His last name's Bradley. No. But uh, he hasn't been there in a few years. But uh, he's he's from uh, he's from Philly. Yeah. His best friends with David Boreanaz. Okay. Well, they grew up together. We have an entertainment stage. And basically, it's people who sign up to meet the It's like Comic-Con. It's huge. It's a Comic-Con. Yeah. It is a Comic-Con, but we travel. Yeah. So I've been doing that four and a half years. The best job ever. And it started, I started, they just said, do whatever you want to do. Because the act, the whole, whoever people are getting a signature for, mm -hmm. they prepay, they get packages, the silver, the premium. They, they don't want to run a business. Anyways, I end every show. Uh, I'm nonstop talking for nine hours, and I I don't even take breaks. I just I'm no way. Well, I know I am on fire doing this stuff, and I end it with Kato Roki, where you got everybody in Comic Con outfits. We have the karaoke machine and the thing, and we get the actors to come up to sing if they wanted to. And then we have everybody dressed as Maleficent or uh, the Aquaman, the Spider Man's. I mean, it's all on my Instagram, Kato underscore Kalen of all the stuff I did. Now Wizard World just got sold, and now I'm in sort of limbo to see what's uh, if it's going to happen or not. Oh, they sold it. They just sold it to Patrick a Bradley. You don't know that name? No, it was uh, owned by uh, Paul Kessler. Yes, the last four and a half. Paul Kessler, and, uh, and he just sold out, huh? It is. I think, I'm, I'm hoping he made. I don't money mean sold it. out like he's. A I think he sold sold the company, and it's uh, no. the company's still going. But now Fan Expo bought them. So a lot of the uh, Wizard World people are going to be combined. They'll be even bigger. Isn't it strange to you? That I've talked about this and complained about this before. Now I'm going to be a complainer. How stand-up comedians aren't regarded like a comic, like literally a comic 
comedy uh, con, a comedy con. Oh, yeah. There's no comedy con. Well, I think it's like the they're, Laugh Festivals, though. I think but they they're, but they're very that. small. I mean, they're very, you know, the Montreal's really good. But even that's not. But it's people hard. aren't lining up for autographs of comedians, and I don't know why. A lot of comedians in parts that have done Marvel film. If there's a comedian that had done a film, it's better for him that way. And by the way, a comedian that's in a film probably does even better because the personality, a lot of times, of people signing is just is there, here. Give me. That's your why when I cast movies, you do your. I cast comedians. Yeah, because they're the best promotional people as well. Yeah. But I don't understand how there's this. Reverence for somebody playing an actor in a costume, which everything's written for you. You've got CGI and everything else. Comedians are pure. Everything's from yeah. them. The writer, the choreographer, the director, the producer. They're all of it. There's no conventions. There's no conventions yeah. with that kind I, of respect. But people will well, line up for somebody you know, that played the third sister on Petticoat Junction. You know, like, well, <laughs> that's a true Junction. story, by the way. I met her. I was very, very excited. I told her. <laughs> Because I was a little kid, and I I told her I remember that she married the guy on the show. Which would, when you're a kid back in Philadelphia, you're just going, "That's really weird." She married Did, the crop duster. You know, <laughs> so it's isn't it funny when you go back? I, I don't know if the audience that knows Betty Go Junction, but do you ever go back and go? You know, I uh, watching I taped old episodes recently just to get my mind to get creative to write stuff. I watched Hogan's Heroes, Gomer Pyle. Mm-hmm. And it's on Sundance. You can watch these things. Sure. And you go, okay, back then I was laughing because I was younger. But still some stuff is just oh, it's brilliant. And brilliant, then, I, then right? I watch the Columbos. I'm going, God, the acting. Brilliant. It's so much better. So and much better. And you know what they did in those Columbos? They used real people of, of an age. Like the, you, you would see yeah. 50-year-olds, 60-year-olds. Well, Stephen Bochco wrote a lot of them. You'll never see that anymore. So Everybody's going to be young, good-looking. Yeah. Now, obviously, ethnically diverse. But then they had real character character actors. Yeah. And for some reason, they same with the sitcoms. They were really, like, they were older. Mr. Drucker was, like, first of all, he was in every single CBS series. He was in, he would be, he would go over from Petticoat <laughs> Junction over to um, Beverly Hillbillies. Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> and, then, and then Green Greg, Acres. By the way, Mr. Drucker was in all of them. Greg and I are both 43, which is amazing. <laughs> Listen, there's reruns. I, they, I we, didn't, we never watched these things first Look run. At, wait, we watched remember? reruns. We'd yeah. come home, and they would be on UHF, right? This is how much I know I, you're the same as me. Didn't you see the, the downfall of Beverly Hillbillies when, when Grandma actually died in real life? Oh, uh, Irene uh, Ryan? Irene Ryan. It was young, by the way. They yeah. made her look old. Yeah, it's just... Uh, yeah. Amazing that the show just it just sucked the wind out of everything. Because she was the show, she was the spark. Yep. But uh, uh, oh, those old shows, though, <laughs> they were so. They were, uh, by the way, my family to this day we watch Bewitched, oh, wow. the original sure. Bewitched, and it is so funny to watch the first what, Darren. Well, first of all, uh, Tabitha was in your seat right here. You know, wow. I, I met her; she's unbelievable. Such a good person. My kids are in love with her, and they, she came over and brought them pictures she, from what, back then. What's her age? She's probably about 58, something like that. But little Tabitha, you know, with the nose? Yeah, I remember Tabitha. Oh, she was, she's awesome, by the way. She's, <laughs> she's such a good person and, and funny and fun, and, and, but it's so surreal. But we watch, we watch these things, and my kids think it's great because the writing was better back then. Yeah. It was, and, 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 and not, it was, not so much the writing. I think the writing was great, but I think, like, the way the lines delivered by Mrs. Kravitz or it's right. and the, they were characters. The, the, the character that played the, 
Yeah. Or, but the and the other witch that was I can't you know her name the witch that was the aunt witch that was Aunt so, Clara. Aunt Claire was a witch. Oh, that, 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 she's the bro- yeah yeah yeah. She was also, she's she's always fumbling. The, the characters, the character. and it's and you're a Don Knotts guy. I mean, who doesn't love uh, the ghost of Mister Chicken or this? It's it's right. brilliant. And the Don Knotts is going to get the hot woman all the time. <laughs> it's it's but there was something about like you just said Hogan's heroes. Yeah. And by the way, that, that was like they had diversity back then. <laughs> they, they actually had a black guy in the prison camp. I exactly. And I, uh, Larry Hovis. No, uh, what was his name? No, no, uh, Dixon. Dawson. Uh, Dixon. John, John Dixon. That's yeah. Dixon for sure. And you know, Larry Hovis was the other guy. Why I watch the shows because uh, I wanted to see certain little uh, idiosyncrasies of uh, Bob Crane if he did those sexual innuendos over, you know, he, the <laughs> film that he had done, or the uh, Greg that, Kinnear did. Right. I, for, I forgot the name, but about his, uh, yes. he possibly got killed in real life by because he pornography was or, right. or some kind of drug pornography. Underhand, under, yeah. yes. And right. you notice a few of them when that uh, Heidi comes in the scenes a lot. The, uh, oh, the blonde, the, blonde, the yeah, German, yeah, right. There's certain, there's certain things you kind of pick up. And John Banner, I just look at he's he's the show, he's Schultz, but he's the show. He's you always want Schultz to be in more Schultz. scenes. <laughs> it was brilliant. It's, I know nothing. And and and, uh, and and by the way, those catchphrases that they had, we I use them to this day. Me and my I buddy, just, I was going, I know nothing. I don't. We need I, that again. I, I need. I, I, I know nothing. I love. I, s- I see nothing. <laughs> It's true. It's those, uh, but those were just really just fun I, shows to watch. But they all that, had innuendos, by the way, like you were just saying. And and I think, let's face it, right now I think the world is pretty screwed up, and there's a yeah. lot of hate. I think guys like us, it's because we're kids. We're laughing the entire time. You you do your homework or whatever, but you'd watch, and you're always kind of laughing because everything was so uplifting back then everything was about laughing at least in my family and i had competition with six of us but i i swear to you we had to make sure we watched certain wow. shows and everything we're always we're laughing this and, is a really good point you're yeah, making yeah. maybe accidentally maybe you thought of this before this is a really good point because when we think about it this generation was not raised watching television shows with your family. With family, yeah. We all watched on Saturday yeah, night. We watched phone. CBS. Everything's phone and everything is. Remember uh, the lineup on CBS? Uh, what year? When, when we were what? kids. Like oh, yeah. Mary Tyler Moore, Bob Newhart. Yeah, the Newhart show. Mash. Yeah. It was like right in a row. All in the family. All in the family. Archie, the Archie's place. So this is what you did as a family. Yeah. And you bonded. And you didn't even understand the jokes, but you understood the jokes. And, and, and I was the, always, when I saw my parents laugh, that made me happy. It was your cue, exactly. And I was like, oh, God. They, yeah. That's a, you, you love to see your parents happy. And now it's all, everything is a 10-second, if that even. Everything's short and segments of cut of, boom, of the phone, joke, joke, here. And, and you'd watch that, sitcoms. And, sit, and, and we that, don't watch sitcoms in it. We watch no, well, murder. the phone is the phone. And is the, the phone. <laughs> The phone is a person. It's your one on one. This is it. You're not sharing. This your is phone. this you're is the watching. secret to life. This is why yeah, you've got we're have... having problems. Is we're not laughing as a community anymore. It's yeah, not communal yeah, it's, laughing. It's, it's not families laughing together. Think you've of got... a time that you laughed with your family. We can't even decide on what to watch together because there's so much selection. Yeah. We only had three choices then. Yeah, it, and I was not going to watch Mannix. <laughs> and, and Gail, I didn't yeah, like Maddox. No, I, Maddox. My mom no. liked Maddox. I, like, I had to I fight like her Cannon. on that one. Huh? I didn't like Cannon. I didn't like that either. Yeah. I never understood he could. 
he could ram into people with his belly. And then, I, then and I'm going, yeah. how in the world are we supposed to buy that yeah, this fat so guy is beating him up with shows, his belly? Yes. And then I didn't like. I did. I tried to figure out why Martin Lando had Barbara Bain and his wife. I go, she's pretty hot. And I'm going, wait, how did Martin Lando? And then I met in Martin, real life. And then I met Martin Lando at the Playboy Mansion. And Martin Lando was there every party, and he, the women loved him. Yeah. So that's why I could say, okay, Martin likes women a lot. <laughs> his guy's a stud. Martin Lando. My friend married his daughter. And Anyway, uh, I thought the same thing when I was a kid. I was yeah. like, how does he get her? Yeah. And then uh, also from that show, uh, Christopher George. Do you remember him from yeah. Rat Patrol? Christopher was George. It? I didn't watch that too much of Rat Patrol. Phyllis they... George was his wife, yeah. I think. Yeah, Rat Patrol. And there was When uh... you see Alan Ludden and ba Betty White, when you see these couples, it like yeah. freaked you out a little bit when you were a kid. Well, you didn't Betty really... White and Alan Ludden, I, I could see that because his password, he was very dry humor, and she's funny, so I could see that. I couldn't as a kid. Yeah. Because you just go by looks when you're a kid, because my grandmother was always about looks. How's an ugly guy like him get her? Humor. <laughs> That's exactly right. The password is penis. <laughs> Large penis. <laughs> I, I, now that you think, now that you brought this up, I really do believe that this is the solution for, for Completely. the world. Is well, watch. laughter heals, man. I mean, well, it's all laughter, but we're but about family. That, yes. Yeah, yeah, but, it's all. But it really is about the family, though. That's not emphasized. I'm going to start to do that with that laughter heals because think about things that you do with your family. What are you choosing to watch? Mm -hmm. I mean, are, are, and and I don't think I think that we coddle the kids too much. We don't show them things that we were shown. Yeah. all in the family was an adult show. Mm -hmm. But it taught us how to be an adult, and you were and you were exposed to things like racism. You're exposed to homophobia and all those things. Right. You might you as well why hide people? Yeah, and you can't. Why, why hide it from people? Why? And kids? Why was it acceptable to watch and funny like Blazing Saddles? And now Mel Brooks saying, and he's right. You can't do those nowadays. It's like why? It's funny as funny, but you don't. I, I just think like uh, uh, All in the Family. The point Norman Lear was making yeah, was, was making that to point. make it. So, hey, it's out there. Laugh at it, and but realize it's there. And, and it's, 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 you can't hide from it. And that's the problem yeah. with what, what's going on now in our society is we want to hide from these words yeah. and these things. Like, they don't exist. Right. And they exist. Yeah, so say it. Yeah, it exists. And it spun off to the Jeffersons. And it spun off. So there, that was a, you know, they had a bunch of Maud. Well, yeah, and uh, you know, they had a whole bunch of uh, big spinoffs. It's sort of like the Happy Days had those spinoffs too that didn't work as well. No, but, no, uh, I was and, never a chachi guy. Uh, good, what's the one, Jimmy Walker? Uh, Dynamite, good times, yeah, good times. Yeah, those yeah. are all spinoffs. <laughs> when, when remember uh, he was Dynamite. Everybody's had a catchphrase then too. I did it. I, when's it when's I hosted and I saw. I did it with the. Uh, Jimmy Walker. Jimmy Walker. Don't Jimmy call Walker. him JJ. Jimmy, yeah. don't call me JJ yeah, Walker. Did. So I, I said, <laughs> I loved him. He's incredible. Now he's doing Medicaid commercials or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he ends it with dynamite. So, you know, you pay someone money to do it, you'll say dynamite, trust me. <laughs> yeah, he did. Like, he wouldn't do it for a yeah. while. He had the pride thing going yeah. out. It's like, well, I need some money. Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> he's got an agent. He knows. He's yeah, no fool. Those catchphrases, I don't know if they have them anymore. That's maybe that's another problem. I don't know what show. I don't watch. Do we have? Any I don't sh watch shows really. I watch sports, yeah, and then I have. A, I do the whatever. And I'm, true I'm, crime. I'm, I watch my, true crime documentaries. True I only crime. watch documentaries. I'm actually going to be shooting a show, true crime show coming up. I won't mention it on that, but I wrote one also. We'll see what happens with it. With you it. wrote a true crime. I wrote a true crime show. I, I think it's pretty. It's it's pretty damn good. Is it about yeah. a guy named oh, <laughs> who played I, football? <laughs> no, no, no. It's, that's that's not even part of it. It's about you know wrong wrong place, wrong time. 
I was one of the examples, wrong place, wrong time, oh, yeah. wrong place, wrong crime. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, there's so many, I, I watch, I do watch forensic files. It's addicting. And I watch it with my, uh, Shang Yi, my wife, and we are addicted. I tape them. And, uh, what is her name? Shang Yi. She's, uh, from Beijing. Shang Yi. Yeah. How did, you, my how did you meet her? Shang Yi is, uh, uh, when I was doing my Wizard World, we had investors from uh, China a lot. We were going to go to Shanghai to do a show. We were traveling. We just did Saudi Arabia. And, uh, a uh, gentleman said, you've got to meet this girl. She just moved to Redondo Beach. She has no friends. And uh, you're, you know, he was one of the investors from the company. And he just gave me a, I was on the WeChat app. And we start chatting on the app. And I could see the Chinese more reserved. She was the opposite. She was outgoing and funny. And I said, okay, I'll come down to Redondo. We took her on a date, hit it off. And then it took me two and a half hours to get there. I said, I think you're great, but this is, we're not going to go anywhere else with this thing. I said, it took me two and a half to, to pick you up. Then I dropped her back off and drove home. It was like five and a half hours of time on the road because traffic, mm -hmm. it was a two yeah. and a half drive from yeah. Toluca Lake to right. pick her up. And I said this, and then uh, next thing you know, we had another date. We waited and um, we start seeing each other more and more. And Are you going to have kids? I don't think we're going to have kids, no. I told her that so you, I don't want you, kids. You don't have uh, kids? Yeah, I have a daughter. I have a oh, daughter already. Oh, I from, think I do yeah. it from way back. Way back. How old is your daughter? My daughter's 34. Uh, she doesn't want to tell her age, but she's in the 30s. She's in her 30s. She's an executive, too. She does very well. She does, is not. Yes, yeah, she is. So you have Makes to audition for her? Yeah, no, no, no. She's with a, she's with a business uh, a business company. Oh, okay. Not yeah. an executive at, a, like, a studio. Yeah. That would not, be so, not, like, humiliating. You go on audition does, for your... She does very well. I, I tell you what, my, my daughter, besides loving her, I would be lost without her helping me with the internet and certain things would... Uh, I still oh, I still have paper trails. It's terrible. I, I love having a paper trail of any bills. I don't do a lot. I've had identity theft three times. Sure. And I just go, no. So when I do insurance forms or any yeah. kind of taxes stuff. Literal paper. She, and yeah. she is busy. Right. She, she'll just help me. And I go, oh. she, you saved me. She saves me on everything, Tiffany. So I'm, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's helps me a lot. And Shang-Yi is. Asian. Does she have an accent? Oh yeah, she's. I mean, she speaks English. She went to the University of Beijing School but, but of she, Language. But she has an, an accent. Accent smart. But for your sh other thing, Wolfpack is that what it's called? Yes. Yeah, she has something. That we're waiting on the trademark uh, because the culture of China is she's never not making herself better. And I've never seen someone first thing is writes every word. If she has trouble with the word, she writes it, and she goes, "Oh, that's a good word." Yesterday, the word was ruse. Like, what's ruse? Ruse. I go, well, it's a. You know, a mistake, a ruse, a trick. And so she looks up and, and then she uses it. And then she does her TED Talks. Oh, that's fascinating. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm telling you, part of the whole thing, the turn on is her knowledge of going, Jesus. Right. I've never met a girl that's like hungry for knowledge and hungry and it's, funny and That hot. is amazing. And Hungry for knowledge. Yeah. I'm going to put that at the top on my list. My list. She's hungry for knowledge. She, I, I've never what am I saying my list? You see, I have a you wife. See what do I need to Absorbing it. It's like, wow. Because we take stuff for granted. And you see we someone do. from another culture. And the thing is, the culture, we have difference in food and trying to get it. But it's not my. So you have, China, you have, you have Chinese food at your house every night. <laughs> but it, not, you think of. Uh, That's not, fantastic. Not it's not. It's like authentic. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, will you invite me over? Yes. You're, we, you like my bat, wife is from Asia. We can like, have the we can have the Asian persuasion night. Do you like bad soup? It got a bad beat from Wuhan. <laughs> oh <laughs> man! You know that bad soup is not that bad. <laughs>
terrible. I'm telling you. No, on that a, note, I do a whole What's bit your with social it. media? What, what's your handle? Uh, anyways, you want to follow me? Do my Instagram because it's Cato underscore Kalen. Same on Twitter. Uh, Twitter's more the edgy uh, yeah. social media. Instagram's my fun, uplifting. So. We're, we're, we're so, much alike. As, we're so same, much alike. Same as. Uh, same generation. Yeah, and, and I'm a diehard. Um, I'll tell you, the ugliest thing about me is sports because I'm the older I get, I keep going. I get so passionate and go crazy because I'm a Milwaukee Brewer fan, and it, oh. I said they're going to lose the lose the Braves. I want to see my lifetime World Series. The Packers are, you know, they're six and one. They're going to play tomorrow or whatever yeah. this taping is. I don't know, and I just want to see a championship. You had one with Philadelphia like three or four years ago. Yeah, yeah. So you had your Super and you Bowl. You had yours too. Yeah, I, I'm ready for another one. Yeah, of course, aren't we and all? Then, and then Milwaukee Bucks, they got one. So I yeah, you very, got one. I'm very connected to my city. I go back there a lot. I right. do a lot of radio TV constantly on on air there. I, I, that might be the place if, if I'm offered a sports show, I move there. I mean, We're I so it. similar, but I have yeah. to tell you, I'll admit this and we have to go. Yeah. I had a serious show and a serious XF show. Sports. Yeah. I ended up not liking sports anymore. Wow. It's... Because I got tired of like what the reports are about, like domestic abuse and Oh, it, and I, it's I, like, I go it, in a whole bit with that. Right? I mean, it's terrible. And also, I'm finally probably last year I got out of denial that I'm not gonna make it as an athlete. I think it was last year. <laughs> <laughs> the I had a show, you don't know, that I was on Dish Network on Saturday. It's called yeah, Sports I, Haters. Yeah. And it I, I'm telling you, it's before Pardon My Take, all the guys on Barstool Sports, yeah. it's before. And it is, I, I wanted to get it back going again because we had seven episodes, cost us a lot of money, but we got on. And it is, we, our motto was pushing the envelope until we get paper cuts. And we picked on sports people because yeah. they don't do it on TV. We we would make fun of them yeah. and what they're paid and their hot wives or whatever else. Yeah. But it is... Sports haters, I'm going to bring back because I, I believe think you it's should. So, it's so funny. I'm I'm getting there where I'm just not enjoying it as much. I'm actually approaching the age where I can't coach. I mean, it's like I'm out of denial about being a coach. I'll tell you about sports though, real quick. If you do sports, you should not talk to anybody for the first hour. DVR everything. You'll see. You're not watching commercials, you'll be in much better spirits because it's unbearable to oh. watch five, four minutes or whatever of commercials, sport and a commercial. It's and every commercial is the same. It's all same. All, uh, Everyone's the how same. How about the Nugenics with, with uh, Frank Thomas? Yeah. Well, and he ends it by going, and she'll like it too. <laughs> they the, got to put a the, dick joke and, in everything. And his name's yeah. The Big Hurt. The to big top. hurt. His, his literally yeah. The Big Hurt, and it's about him getting better erections for his younger girlfriend, <laughs> and he does that smile at the end. It's almost like a joke. Like, uh, and, and Doug Flutie's in the commercial. They don't give him that line. they got to give it to The Big Hurt. And she'll like it too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Frank White should be cast as Barry White. That's it. That's so great. He's the original love master. Listen, brother, it was really great hanging with you, man. Yeah, Let's great. do it again. Let's I have another it. one of these. Uh, you know, we could just chat forever we could just that next we'll handle the 70s sitcoms i okay okay i love it that was that was 70s wasn't all in the family yeah actually that was maybe we'll do early 80s, early 80s okay, perfect strangers that. you could do balky balky impressions yeah, he, he came to wizard world too i love it uh, yeah yes uh, i was bosom, on hollywood squares and with him. bosom buddies uh, uh peter just passed away yeah, as well bad Gloria, yeah, that was a shame but anyway way to end it on a bad note all right thank you very much hey everybody please live life be hey, happy guess, guess who's never gonna die alf <laughs> alf will never die we can talk about him every episode it's evergreen craig you're on fire thanks so much for having Kato, me kaylin i love you man it was so much fun and we're gonna double date and we'll have some asian food together Whee! there you go all right Ba-doop. 
Hey, uh, I hope you had a great time today on Enlightened Up, and please pass the word about us. Uh, what else are you going to pass the word about, right? What else? You're going to tell somebody about another true crime? Yeah, there's a lot of great true crime. I watch them too, but take a break from that and watch us or listen to us. Put us in your headphones while you're working out. You'll have some chuckles. People going, "What the hell are they laughing Start at?" Start a family, and that's what when they and say, "What are you laughing family. at?" Don't go, "Hey." Say, I'll tell you, I'm laughing at Craig Shoemaker and Cato Kalen was his special guest today. Make sure you follow Cato and follow us. We are all over the social media, and uh, that didn't sound right. Whenever you put a the in front of it, you sound old. You know, the, the Facebook, the, the Facebook, social That the was the original media, name. The, I know, that, that, that's that. Uh, the, 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 the Vindergarses or whatever their name was. What was it, Vindervoss? Yeah. What was their, what, oh, damn, I'm blanking on their name. Well, they're doing the thing now, where, that joke. It won't get Winklevoss. a laugh. It won't get a laugh, but they're, they're merging uh, uh, Facebook and, and Twitter and um, was it Facebook, Twitter, and uh, YouTube all together? That billion or fifty-eight billion dollar merge, mm -hmm. which called you Twitface, and you should get on it. <laughs> I mean, that was just, <laughs> I'm already on my face. You, <laughs> I had to give it up. I'm anyway, like, folks, better than being on your tube. Remember, uh, when you're out there, bring some light to the world and enlighten the fuck up, will you? Love it. See you next time. Happy. Mm -hmm.